Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Made a couple mistakes, but even the balls that, that were just off still getting hit and, and, and landing. It's a hot team right now, and it's behind the Braves, like I said earlier. It's one of the best lineups you're going to face. I don't know. They, they pitch really well. You know, hats off to Evaldi tonight and some of their other guys. You know, they got time of hits, and it is what it is. Just go out there and be yourself. Uh, don't try to do too much, and just go out there and try to do your job and just try to pass the baton to your teammates. How can I not? We're supposed to win 76 games. Won 101 when the American League East. Really proud of our group. They defied all the odds. They, these guys played their butts off for six months. We just didn't play well these last three, unfortunately. I write this down. Lions Den. Pleasure, passion. Pleasure, passion, romance. What time's the show start? Oh, wait a minute. It's Vinny and Eddie, 1057 The Fed. What's happening, everybody? Woman Crush Wednesday. Yeah, that was a litany of Orioles talking about what happened to them last night and over the course of uh, three games against the Texas Rangers. And Brandon Hyde is a thousand percent on point. Talking about this disappointing end. Absolutely. Feeling the pain flying back home. No doubt about it. Probably will sting for a couple of weeks. I remember talking to Holodi Nada after the Ravens lost to the Steelers. In 2010, that, uh, uh, what was it, the uh, divisional round game where the Ravens were up by 14 points and Antonio Brown caught one off the side of the helmet and Steelers win. Then I was asking him, because we were doing the show on the fan at the time, I was like, are you going to watch the playoffs? And I'm done. I can't do it. We should have won. This is frustrating. And I don't know if I've got it in me to watch teams proceed that might not be as good as we are paraphrasing just a little bit but for the Orioles I'm guessing a lot of these young guys and Ryan Mountcastle said after the game he just stood there and watched him celebrate let him soak it all in because this is what he wants to be a year from now and they had two celebrations they clinched the playoff spot they won their division where they were picked to finish last, by the way. Let's keep stressing that. And then next year, they're going to be one of the favorites to get to the playoffs. Because basically the core of the team is back. And we'll get into what they need to take the next step. Hey, they win 95 games next year and get to the ALCS or the World Series. We'll take that. 
100 wins, nice benchmark. The team, the organization hadn't done it in 43 years. And that team didn't even make the playoffs. The 1980 Orioles, who were really good, by the way. But they accomplished some really good things. And I know in the immediate, a lot of you are going to go Earl Weaver, armchair manager, because everybody knows what was going to happen after it happened. Here's my synopsis of the series. And Nolan, get in here because I know you were very frustrated last night. I'm an emotionally well-adjusted adult. Not really. I'm actually kind of a kook at 58 years old. But in a sports realm, I don't get bent like I used to get bent. But Nathan Avaldi pitched seven innings yesterday, right? Dominant innings. In three games, the Orioles starting pitchers combined for eight innings. So there's one key. They should have won game one. I'll wear that. And I'll, I'm with you if you want to criticize what happened in game one. Pulling Westberg, maybe even yanking Bradish a little early. They couldn't get the timely hits, which they had done all year long. They were the number one team in baseball with uh, runners in scoring position, batting average, and I think they were first or second in OPS with runners in scoring position. So that was a, a key component. And they won one-run games. And come from behind games. So I thought game one, when Hayes made that catch, we're winning this game. And yeah, I'm going we. Game one was the linchpin in hindsight. Obvious reasons. If you win the game, you're still alive. You're playing tonight. That's obvious. But like you just said, one run games. They've been comfortable in that all year long. You were gifted a bullpen that was extremely shaky. And trying to give you the game? Chapman and Spores, back-to-back innings, can't throw a strike over the plate. You can't find the big hit. And that was it. You know, say what you want about getting blown out last night. Oh, we'll get to that. The, you know, <laughs> too little, too late effort on Sunday. But this, it was just a, a frustrating series from start to finish for me. And you're watching this. And it's like every ball that the Rangers hit finds a way into the outfield finds a way through the infield and every liner that the Orioles hit finds a way into the glove or ends up being a double play. It was just two teams on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And, and Bradish especially had that inning where he was just blowing them away. And then it was like ground ball through this ground ball through that. And that eventually did him in. And I still think Hyde gave him the hook too quick, but that's just me again. I'm going to go Earl Weaver hindsight 72 hours later. Saturday was a winnable game because everything about that game spoke win for Orioles. And they lost. And then they get blown out Sunday. And they got blown out yesterday. So at the end of the proceedings, which the Orioles went quietly into the night, game one aside, they got their asses kicked. That's what it is. By the best offense in the American League, a team that's got really, well, not really good, good starting pitching, but a crap bullpen. And they could never, the Orioles, take advantage of their shaky. Last night, Ovaldi won seven. It was all over. Even on Sunday's game, you saw the cracks and flaws in Texas's pen. And as you pointed out, they tried to silver platter the game on Saturday. The Orioles just couldn't get it done. But 
real quick, Nolan, before we get in, because I know you want to vent, and you can vent. <laughs> this nonsense about Grayson Rodriguez not starting game two, piggybacking on Bradish. It's like you didn't watch the team in the second half of the season. Grayson Rodriguez and Kyle Bradish were two of the best starting pitchers in baseball in the second half of the season. They earned those opportunities. Dean Kramer, and we can get into that because everything that's going on in Israel, and he has family there, and he even admitted it's in the back of his mind. So we can go psychoanalyst if you want. Who are they, 24-8 and eight in games he pitched this year? He pitched both clinchers? And all of a sudden, Kyle Gibson's Jim Palmer? We should have went with him? And Cole Irvin became Vita Blue out of, out of the blue? A guy that's pitched half the season in the minors? I, all right, the armchair managing, I get it. I do it as much as anybody. But to question Rodriguez pitching game two, I think, is asinine. He was just amped up, his command was off, and he got blown out. And the way the series was set up, schedule-wise, Bradish pitching game one on Saturday, he's not going to be able to pitch. Had they won last night, he wouldn't be able to pitch tomorrow. So what I'm getting at here is that, okay, if you're upset about Kramer starting last night, Kramer, you got to win three in a row. He's got to start at some point. If he didn't start last night and they won, he'd have to start tonight because it's too soon of a turnaround for Bradish to be ready again unless you want to go with a makeshift bullpen game where Bradish only gives you maybe three, four innings. So both Gibson and uh, Kramer were going to have to be used right. if you wanted to win the series. It wasn't. That's why I said a couple days ago, Flip a coin on who you want to start game three. Uh, Hyde said before the game, and we were doing it here on Baltimore Baseball tonight, me, Ryan Ripkin, and Mike Bordick, brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts, sadly, which has come to an end, and we'll do our acknowledgments as the show goes on. Hyde didn't even rule out Bradish pitching last night, if need be, if it got dicey. It didn't. It got, this game was over for all intents and purposes after the second inning. But all hands on deck. Then you... You don't think they'd be sitting there today happy? They'd be up against it, but happy to be figuring out what they're doing in game four as opposed to cleaning out their lockers today at Oriole Park and Camden Yards? Absolutely. I just don't see a scenario where in last night's game, Bradish enters unless it's an extra innings affair. Right. I think you had enough rested arms. You feel comfortable throwing a DL Hall back out there. He did well again. He's dealing Hall, baby. One of the few bright spots. Question is, and we've got a lot to get to with the Orioles, whether or not you go next year, put him in the rotation where he'd like to be. And Mike Elias himself has said they envision him. But boy, how dominant was he in the bullpen? He deserves a shot. He proved he can be a capable major league arm. He deserves a a shot to be stretched out. All right, Orioles lose. 7-1. They're done. They got swept. Season is over. Great regular season for sure. They were the best team record-wise in the American League, but I'm sure you guys want to thump and fire and criticize Ed Ladies, and we're here for you. 410-583-1057 is the number. The Ravens are in London, and they were their practice started at 845 hour time. So they're going to be wrapping things up here shortly. John Harbaugh is going to meet with the media, so we're going to hear from him. Last time the Ravens went across the pond, they got destroyed by Jacksonville, but their mindset and the uh, – 
the itinerary is different. They got there early. They're practicing today. They'll practice tomorrow. They'll do the walkthroughs and get ready for Tennessee. Ravens are four-point favorites in this game. And I was on Cleveland Radio, Nolan, before we get to a break. And uh, Ken Carmen and Anthony were asking me, who's the best team in the AFC North? And, you know, it might have been arrogant for me to say it, but I was like, anybody but Pittsburgh on a weekend in which Pittsburgh beat the Ravens, and technically they're in first place. But Cleveland with Watson, Burrow plays like he did Sunday against Arizona. The Ravens are the frustrating uh, team. And Mike Preston wrote in today's Baltimore Sun, same old Ravens. They talk about how great they are, and you look at the roster, and they should be thumping people, and they're losing games to teams they should beat. So, so much frustration. I, yeah, I so don't much. I don't know what to make of the Ravens is basically what I'm trying to say. But they're four-point favorites over Tennessee. You want to get in, you can. 410-583-1057 is the number. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Vinny is off today. Bob Haney, Nolan McGraw, Orioles season is over. How does that make you feel? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Calpurnia? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. I don't second guess how we handled it. I think we handled it appropriately, and I think that we did everything we could during those five days. We were pretty beat up at the end of this regular season, and so I felt like guys needed a few days off. Like I said, I don't think we need five. Brandon Hyde, and he had said this before the game last night, that the, uh, the reward for winning your division is six days off, or five. 
Well, I'll throw this out for you. All-star break, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You're not back till Friday's 4. It's just an extra day. And I know it's a different circumstance because you're going into the postseason, not the second half of the regular season. And they tried to do the sim games, tried to stay sharp. But the reward, if they're coming out Monday, right, after the season ends, and Mount Castle's dealing with the shoulder, Joe Blow's dealing with the tight hammy, sore wrist for another guy. I mean, then you're looking at it as a benefit. And then you want to stay sharp? And we heard a lot about reseeding in the playoffs, which I don't necessarily disagree with. Like, I think if the sixth seed wins, they need to play the top seed. But the Orioles did get the lowest remaining seed, so it's not like they got hosed in that one. But the benefit of playing a buck 62 and winning your division is to get that by. Football, you get two weeks. I mean, what do you want to do? Just play the next day? Get right off in it? Not saying he's making excuses, but maybe bringing up reasons for why his team got their asses kicked by the Texas Rangers. Again, my humble opinion, they should have won Monday, and I don't think that had anything to do with them being off for five days. Just the circumstances of that game did not work in their favor. And then the next two, Grayson Rodriguez, Dean Kramer, combined for, what, three and a third innings pitched? Just not good enough. Oh, and by the way, they scored one run yesterday. Gunnar Henderson hit 500 in the series. So his first taste of uh, playoff baseball, he enjoyed other than the bitter taste of defeat. Adley Rutschman's not so much. We're not getting any absolutes. Brooks Robinson had a one-for-19 World Series. And then the next year, had one of the greatest World Series ever by a player. Orioles won 100 games. Didn't win a game. And I'm going to give you a team comparison based on my vast experience watching baseball. Where a young core came up through the minors, achieved a taste of success, got beat down, and then came back to win three straight World Series. I'm not saying the Orioles are going to do that because that's uh, only been done a few times in the history of baseball. Point is, the core is here. Changes to be made? Additions? Absolutely. Veteran pitching. Josh Hader, only 29. It seems like he's 50. Josh Hader is out there on the free agent market. Felix Batista is out for next year. Is there an in-house closer you're comfortable with? Or a guy, I'm not saying he's giving you any hometown discounts, by the way, and he did bitch about trying to get a four-out save at the last week of the season. But the Orioles drafted Hater. He went to Old Mill. He grew up in Millersville. I would think there's some dialogue that should happen. That's just me. But the free agent class in general isn't all that strong. Sandy Koufax isn't waiting for a new contract. Maybe he is, but he's 80. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. Orioles season is done. Bob Haiti, Nolan McGraw, Vinny's off today. Derek in East Baltimore. Derek, thanks for holding. Happy Woman Crush Wednesday. 
Happy Woman Plus Wednesday, Bob. My favorite day of the week. Yes, it is. <laughs> good morning to you, man. How you doing? I'm hanging in there, man, all things considered. Good, good. Yeah, man, I was telling Norm, man, um, Positivity Wednesday for me, man. No vent in the day. Listen, this team has absolutely nothing to hang their heads about. I mean, they brought a lot of joy to a lot of people this year. You know, the, the season that they had, man, was nothing sort of nothing short of sensational. So, uh, really proud of this team, man. They'll they'll be back. They're young, they're talented. You know, they'll be back. Um, and the thing about postseason play is, and and Hyder, you know, alluded to this, where he said that you know we were coming in scuffling, and Texas came in hot. Yep. And ninety percent of the time, when it's playoff play, that's what it normally comes down to: who's playing the best ball at the best time. And it was Texas. I mean, so listen. The, the the mission for me is clear. You need to get a bona fide ace, um, maybe another arm, like you said, at the back of the bullpen, and we'll be fine. I think Bradish's Bradish future is bright. Obviously, Grace's future is bright. You know, so I mean, man, listen. That the the Red Sox went through decades of postseason hell before they were able to you know experience some heaven. So this team is going to be fine, man. Going forward. We're going to be fine. So, you know, I'm just trying to talk people off the ledge, man, because, you know, I had to do it myself. Yeah, and the thing is, too, and you make a great point, look, they were ahead of schedule in regards to what they accomplished this year. I thought, to be totally honest with you, Derek, they would be a wild card considered Mm -hmm. team, like a strong one. Mm -hmm. I thought if they won 83, they get another five to the tally, maybe even seven. As Ray in Baltimore said, he predicted 90. To win 101 Mm -hmm. kind of blew away everyone's expectations. But once you get to that level, now Mm -hmm. you're in it to win it. And we can make comparisons in every sport about teams Mm -hmm. that just came out of nowhere and overachieved, Mm -hmm. and then they reached this level of success during the regular season and flamed out in the postseason. And you go, right. well, you know, it's it's cool. We expected more and more. But for your Oriole analysis, it's on point. The core is together. Right. And they're going to – you don't think Adley Rutschman's getting better? You don't think Gunnar Henderson's getting better? You got mm-hmm. the number one prospect in all of baseball waiting to come up next year, not to mention Kowser and Joey Ortiz and the other right. Lacobe Mayo and these loaded guys. But there are weaknesses here. Absolutely. But we talk who's your go to reliable bat in a clutch situation? I think he is on the team. And I think it's Gunnar Henderson. And Adley Rutschman, who had been big in late game situations this year. Oh, oh, no doubt. And we still haven't seen uh what Heston Kerstad is about. Right. Still got young cows there. You still have Westbury. Like all of these young guys are going to get better as as you know, as time goes on. So you know, man, we're going to be fine, man. I think that, you know, once we get a bona fide ace, we can get a bona fide ace, and I think you can throw John Means in there with uh, Bradish and obviously Grayson. I mean, man, we're going to be fine, man. You know, I, you know, just let's just, you know, be, you know, happy with, you know, what this young team was able to accomplish, man, and, you know, just look forward to what the uh, the future holds down the road. All, All right, right thank Derek. You, Bob. That's a, that's a, thank you, Derek. That's a rational call right there. Now, if you want to zap out, we're here for you as well at 410-583-1057. The core group is here, and they're only going to get better. Sooner or later, you're going to have to start spending some dough. I saw MLB trade rumors doing the uh, projected arbitration figures. Santander's going to go from $5 mil to $12.5 million. 
sooner or later we're going to have to start asking the owner of the team, I mean, how much are you willing to spend on keeping the group together? And when, if at all, are you going to throw out the possible extensions to the Adleys and to the Gunners? Adley's 25. As a catcher, he's going to get one monster payday. Is it going to be from the Orioles? Gunner's, what, 22? He's got a couple of them, maybe, unless you're proactive. Hey, Grace Rodriguez is a stud. All right, let's get out to the phone. Falston, it's Tim. Tim, what's happening? What's up, Bob? Yeah, that's a great question. Is it going to be from the Orioles? I couldn't agree with you more. That's, right. that's a $10,000 question. But he, <laughs> here's what I, the way I, see. I, mean, I think the, I think the <laughs> Orioles got beat by a better team. That's all. I mean, I don't care who pitched, who, how many days off they had. Texas is a better team. I and mean, Corey Seager, she probably should be the MVP, in my opinion. And the Texas will probably go on and win the World Series. I mean, I, I think the Orioles should hold their heads up high. I mean, I just just think they got beat, and uh, and Texas is the better team this year. That's all. Yeah, and they, like the Orioles, lost over 100 games two years ago. Unlike the Orioles, they spent a ton of dough on free agents. Corey Seager, Simeon, Avaldi, uh, uh, who pitched last night, DeGrom, they traded for Scherzer, who aren't even pitching for them right now. So they were more in the deep pocket mode, but they've got young studs. I mean, Young and the other kid, Carter, who was raking. I mean, uh, Garcia. I mean, they've got some really good players. And they, it was what, Tampa started off great, and then Texas was kind of the second team in the American League for a long time. So let's not forget that. But to your point, Orioles got bus off in games two. They got their asses kicked in the last two games. Simple as that. Maybe they will be back next year. The only thing is, you know, the Yankees will get better. Red Sox will get better. You know that. So Blue Jays will get better. But, you know, hopefully the Orioles also will get better and, and see what happens. But I just want to also tell you that show you did with, with Brooks Robinson a couple weeks ago now, that was an excellent show, man. They couldn't have picked a better person to do that than you. So thanks for that. I listened to the whole thing. It was, it was wonderful. Thanks, right. Bob. Uh, thank you, Tim and Falston. And, you know, Brooksy, you know, two weeks it's been unbelievable. Jim Hunter was here, and he was a big, big, big part of it and the many guests that we got uh, celebrating the life of number five. And it was good to see he was getting tribute during the uh, ALDS from Fox as well. But the Orioles, their season has come to an end. I'm sure you're frustrated and you should be because it was a brief postseason experience. The Orioles have now dropped what? Let's see. Nine, eight or nine straight playoff games. It's eight, I think, right? Yeah. It's eight going back to 2004. American League East has lost like 11 straight because the Yankees got swept by Houston, and then Tampa and Toronto got swept, and the Orioles got swept. The AL East, best division in baseball. Some would say the best division in all sports. Well, their postseason success has been kind of limited. There's an understatement. You want to get let's bet. What do the Orioles need to do to get past the divisional round? You want to win your division championship every time, I would assume. But what do they have to do to take that next step? 410-583-1057. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The latest sports news. And your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Yeah, they're sort of soaking it in. And, um, you know, hopefully that's us next year. Dry Mountcastle. He watched Texas celebrate at his team's expense. Or at his team's expense. And frustrating loss for sure. In the course of three games, your season, which was so brilliant. Exciting. I mean, how many great moments did we have with this team this year? But over the course of three games, that's it. The finality of the playoffs. NCAA tournament, 40 minutes. If you go into overtime, whatever. NFL, 60 minutes. Four quarters. You do all of these things. Baseball in these short series. Anything can happen. And it happened to the Orioles. They got outplayed. They got outslugged. They got spanked. Should have won game one. I'm going with that one. Even though they lost, what it could have, should have. I mean, the Ravens should have been steeled. But they lost. That's all that matters. But the last two, they got hammered. It was puffy pants, Nolan. Hammer time. I think even uh, MC Hammer broke out of the puffy pants <laughs> watching the Orioles yesterday. And you don't want to go that quietly for sure. But for me, there was a sense of relief that we're not going to revisit the Abaldo walk-off bomb, the Encarnacion kind of nonsense of 16 because those were frustrating or 2012 against the Yankees when they lost three to him a Klaus ball probably clipped the foul pole oh it did I mean even the Kansas City series they got swept every game was close this one was outside of game one they were playing from a deficit well they took the lead early in game two but they were playing from behind most of the time only led for a half inning Start of game two. That was it. Like five minutes. And that's another thing. Orioles, uh, what, tied for the Reds? Most wins in baseball come from behind? Mm -hmm. Never happened? No? Well, game one, sure, but can't dig yourself out of a five-run, six-run deficit every night. But People want to vent. Nolan, let's hear what they have to say. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan Vinny's off today. Bob Haney's with you. Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Woman Crush Wednesday. Anything you want to hear? Favorite female artist and band. We will play it for you. Let's go to Seth in Baltimore. Seth, what is happening? Hey, Bob. How you doing today, brother? Doing all right, dude. How you doing? I'm well, man. Uh, first off, I, I'd like to request um, um, Brass and Pocket, if you don't mind. Uh, little oh, Pretenders. We can make that happen for sure. That's, that's what's up. Uh, 
But I just wanted to say, man, something that one of the other callers said, and I have a question. I want your opinion on where we go free agent-wise. But I've never enjoyed an Oriole baseball season more than I did this year. It brought so much joy and happiness to me to just believe again that our team had a chance to win, right? And the way that we went about winning games this year was just really cathartic for me as an Oriole fan, right? Remember 0-23? Oh, sure. Remember, you know, it's the third inning. The O's are down by four runs. The game is over, right? And those days are just are gone. And so I'm just so grateful that we were able to come together as a city and really have a great baseball season. I mean, how excited were you to watch the games, listen to the games, check the box score, focus on the minor league team, which is bright. I mean, I just, I'm so excited about the future of the team that there's no way this, I mean, yeah, it hurts, but I'm looking forward to the lessons learned and that this is the start of something really great. And Seth, to your point, and we're not trying to sugarcoat the fact that they got swept in the playoffs, but Best record in the American League, won the American League East, had the number one farm system in baseball, was still they triple A Norfolk won the triple A championship with a lot of those guys not being four A dudes. They're like studs on the verge of kicking down the door here into Baltimore. So there's a lot to be encouraged with. But now that we've had the taste of success, that quite frankly goes back to when Adley got called up in May of last year. Now it's time to take it's time to level up as they say. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a little afraid, too. The, the fear component in me is, like, is this the year where Patrick Ewing choked the finger roll and he'll never get back again, right? You know, <laughs> no Yankees, no Red Sox. The, the kind of stars aligned. The Rays were really hurt and banged up. But, you know, I, I'm just really curious what you think, Bob, about what, have, what, what our team looks like next year and the year after, right? I think Santander – is the most important resign component. I think it's going to do a lot of energetic work for the team to know that somebody actually swinging the lumber is the highest paid player on the team. Well, let me ask you, I'll ask you, because I've I've stated my opinion, Seth, and I'll do it again, but you've got Kowser coming up. You've got Kerstad, who was on the playoff roster but didn't play for whatever reason. That's another thing we can maybe question. Both left-handed bats. What about Hayes, who was an all-star this year but struggled in the second half? They're going to have to start making room for some of these young – they just drafted outfielders in the first round uh, this year. Uh, Kowser, as we said. I mean, where's uh, – Stowers, where are they going to go with opening some holes here for the major I league think team? Like, I think you just mentioned a bunch of our trade chips, right? I mean, we've definitely got a log jam. For whatever reason, they don't trust Kerstad in the field. Um, I think they've got a decision a la the Mancini days of who's going to man the hot corner at first in the DH position. Um, and I think that we've got to put a capital package together to go out and sign a lockdown pitcher. So- Upset breaking up there. Uh, the question is, who's that guy? And how much are you willing to spend? Because it's a risky proposition to spend millions, literally millions of dollars. I mean, Garrett Cole has paid off for the Yankees. But they didn't they didn't make the playoffs this year. He only plays every fifth day. Now, do you make a run at Blake Snell, who has experience pitching in the L East from his days with the Tampa Bay Rays? I don't know. Do you make a a, a move perhaps for a controllable guy? But I think Corbin Burns, for instance, he's going to be free, be a free agent after next year. You do have tradable commodities. As Seth said, 
I mean, Mike Harmon calls them magic beans. You don't know if they're going to turn out to be bean stalks, but they're lottery tickets for the other team. For you, you're trying to bring in a, a, an established contributor. Do they how, do they need one starter? Do they need two? I think they definitely need to look at the back end of the bullpen, but that's just me. What do you think? If you're on the phones, hang tight. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Vinny's off. Bob Haney, Nolan McGraw. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Blue Crush one. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 105.7 The Fan. I mean, yeah, this this feeling sucks, but on the bright side, this is our first taste of the postseason. Pretty much everybody in this clubhouse is coming back, so a lot of good years to look forward to. D. Kramer last night's losing pitcher. He got clobbered. I'm sure a lot of people questioning the decision to go with him. And if you want to do so, you can at 410 He doesn't get out of the second inning. And I mentioned this just tuning into the program. Kramer, by the way, seven hits, six runs, two home runs. The, the, the uh, Garcia one was a moon bomb. Nathan Evaldi pitched seven innings last night as he stoned the Orioles. The Orioles' three starting pitchers in three games pitched eight innings combined. She's just not good enough. But I'm not questioning the decision, certainly to start Grayson Rodriguez in game two. Not even Dean Kramer, quite frankly, unless he had things going on in his mind. And then you go with the veteran Kyle Gibson, who helped get you there for sure. And then you can harken back to his playoff experience. Well, Kyle Gibson pitched two innings last year for the Phillies because others had kind of risen to the occasion. I wouldn't have been upset with Gibson at all. But I don't think it was completely out of control to start Dean Kramer. Hindsight's always 2020, of course, because he got bombed. But then again, was it because he wasn't focused? Or was it the low at bat with 15 pitches? I mean, he labored. I think Kramer's problem is he doesn't have that finish you off kind of pitch. You know what I mean? Gets ahead in the count and then doesn't get you out of there. A lot of O2, well, not O2. That was Evaldi. Seemed like every at batter was a. Uh, but there, was an the O2 Rangers did have a bunch of O2 mm-hmm. success stories last night. Right. And to go back to Gibson here, uh, hasn't made a start in the postseason in his career. Only 6.1 innings pitched in the postseason. Right. But he's a veteran and he's a free agent. Now, this gets into the next phase of what we're going to talk about with the Orioles. Do you bring him back? And at what price? What do you get? 10, year, 10 mil this year? Is that about right? $10 million, double-digit winner. Pitched really well at times for the Orioles. But uh, we've got all offseason. Talk about those sorts of things. But go to Ethan in Baltimore. Ethan, what's happening? Morning, guys. Uh, I'll start with my thoughts on yesterday, then segue into the offseason. 
like you said earlier, unfortunately, I think we just ran into the buzzsaw of the playoffs, just like the Royals in 2014. Um, with that being said, the season was a tremendous success. Uh, I think most importantly, Hyde can look in the mirror about how he managed in the postseason. It, it was evident that he got beat by a three-time World Series champ in Bochy. I think sometimes he gets too cute with these platoons. Let your better players play. Uh, the, you know, there's no, there's no need to throw your bottom of the barrel bullpen guys in any playoff game, i.e. Brian Baker in game two in a third inning when you're only down by three. Yes, That's the most questionable move for sure. Let me ask you this, Ethan. We were talking about it last night on Baltimore Baseball Tonight, brought to you by Sal- when the lineup came out, Salvo Auto Parts. No Hicks, who had five ribbies in game two. And no, Mateo had four hits. Were you surprised or disappointed with that sort of thinking here? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Mateo is Mateo. Uh, Struggles against mm, righties. Uh, yeah. I, I but if you get on a heater, that, wouldn't you want to try to ride it out as long as you could go? I mean, I don't know. I agree with that. I think it's more mind-boggling that he didn't pinch run in game one when you're down by one because that's literally his old – that that should be his shtick on the roster. But uh, going into the offseason, it's roster construction for me is the biggest question. We already – now, this is my other coaching point about Bochy. He threw exclusively, mostly exclusively, lefties. He exploited our weakness hitting lefties. Now, roster construction, we have so many of the same profile of guys, left-handed power guys. Where do we go moving forward, you know, Kerstad, Mullins, Santander's a switch. We uh, Jackson Holiday is a lefty. It, maybe it's a good problem, but maybe it's a bad problem going forward. We don't have enough enough good right-handed hitters. To me, Hull, uh, Hayes and Mountcastle are very expandable, and so is Mullins. Mullins was dreadful in the second half of the year. Uh, he was really scuffling up there. And thanks, Ethan, for the call. I know Hearn got off the schneid. Is over twenty six. I mean, Hayes, Mountcastle do wear out left handers, but to your point, and we talk about these outfielders coming up through the system, mostly of the left handed variety. I know Hudson Haskin is a right handed hitter, but they have a plethora fifty cent word of left handed mashers to get it done. I mean, Ryan McKenna, left handed or right handed stick, but. A lot of you were down on him. Some of you haven't forgiven him from dropping that ball in game two way back when. Let's go to Keith in Mechanicsburg. Keith, what's going on? Hey, Bob. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Um, so I had the privilege of meeting you at um, at Pickles on Friday night of the Red Sox series, the last, last series of the year. Okay. And me and my girl were there. And I've been listening to you since freaking Mark Viviano and – the bulldog and everybody else was on on the show. Right. Um, good men, both good men, by the way. Oh yeah, amazing. I, I, I love it. So this team should be extremely celebrated. We have had so many down years as Orioles fans. You know, you go back to 2012, which to me was like a magical season. Adam Jones, everything that went on, moving, um, brought Manny uh, up. Brought Manny up and moved. Uh, who who was the guy that was playing third base in that? Oh, uh, Mark moved? Reynolds put him over Mark at first. Reynolds, yeah, yes. that was a genius move. But 
you know, there's so much to look forward to that that this should not be a a down moment in Orioles history. This team is up and coming, and hats off to Mike Elias, man. He came in, the ownership gave him full control, which they have never done before, and you're seeing their results. This team is so deep, and I, I think a caller a few minutes ago was talking about um, not allowing – Sorry, lost your train of thought. Right, come on, get it together, Keith. You got this, man. I'm, I'm gonna get it together. I'm gonna get it together. <laughs> they they just been through so many times where we have one or two big prospects that are supposed to save the team. Brian Mattis, you know, we we can talk forever. Oh yeah. But now there's so much depth. There's so much to look forward to. That it's just hats off to Mike Elias, man. That he has done such a great job since he took over this team, and we have nowhere else to go but up. Yep, Keith. Thanks for the call. It was a pleasure meeting you and your girl a couple of weeks ago. If Mike Elias is taking heat today, and it's not just from a local perspective, some national pundits getting on him didn't do enough at the trade deadline. Jack Flaherty, he was outside of his first start, disappointing. And in a free agent year, too, man. And then Fuji, Nolan's favorite pitcher, Fujinami, with that 103-mile-an-hour fastball. His stuff, you know, just watching the games, is comparable, if not more so, than Felix Batista's. Can't teach on your trick. You know, there's going to come a day where we don't have to have the Fuji conversation It might be in about three weeks, as soon as the World Series is (laughs) over. Because he hits free agency, and they're going to need a closer. My leader in the clubhouse, if Mike Elias or John Angelos, because I have Baltimore street cred, John Angelos. I grew up in Baltimore. I'd go after Josh Hader in a big way. Question is, because I saw, I was reading this morning on ESPN, Craig Kimbrell, no. No way. Not uh, the guy that Robertson, no. Josh Hader, he lefty, he's got nasty, filthy stuff coming off an all-star season. He's from here. I mean, it makes two, it's like, it would be like hiring Ken Singleton to do Oriole games. Oh, wait a minute. That never happened either. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057, the fan, Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Nolan McGraw's other side of the glass. Ravens are in London. We got that talk coming your way. They practice today. Ravens are four-point favorites. I'm going to say it. It's a must-win game against the Titans on Sunday. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.